Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. I'm in Mark chapter number 10 and verse number 35. Sometimes it helps to hear how a song came about and sometimes it helps to hear where a message come from. That's where this one come from. The Lord knew, the Lord knew every person in a pew today, the Lord knew who was going to be here before he ever put this on my heart. The Lord knew, brother, who everyone, every person, he knows everyone that will be watching this today, he knew before he gave me this. And I was going to preach a honey pot today. Not that this won't be but it's not as sweet as I'd hoped it would be. I think it'll challenge us. We've got a revival coming up the last days of this month into the first day of April. And I would to God that everybody's in a pew right now be here for every service. And that's going to strain some of you to do it. You found Mark 10 and verse number 35. Here we go. I'm going to do the best I can. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, let me stop right there. You're going to get uh, Salome, uh, their, their mama, and Matthew 20 is the one that comes to Jesus, but the boys put her up to it. So it was like them saying it. So Mark just, that's how Mark records it right here. That the sons of Zebedee coming to him saying, Master, we would that thou shouldest do for us whatsoever we shall desire. Now that's big words to God. How far away are we from that every time we kneel down to pray and give God our shopping list? And he said unto them, just like he spoke this to me, I hadn't read this in months, what would ye that I should do for you? And they said unto him, grant us that we may sit one on thy right hand and the other on thy left hand in thy glory. But Jesus said unto them, you know not what you ask. Can you drink of the cup that I drink of and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? And they said unto him, we can. Jesus said unto them, ye shall indeed drink of the cup that I drink of and with the baptism that I am baptized with all shall ye be baptized, but to sit on my right hand and on my left hand is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared. Father, I love you, and I thank you for the day, and I thank you, Lord, for this message, because I didn't know what to do today, and you spoke this to my heart. And I thank you for helping us. What great singing, what, what preparation for this message today, Lord and a good house full to preach to. And I'm asking you now that you'd use this hillbilly preacher for just a little while. One more time, you'd fill my mouth and guard my tongue. Preach me inside the bounds of the holy writ. And I pray, God, that you'd use this. 
You'd help people today, God. I, I know you sent it to us to help us. God, your word's our helper. Lord, and I'm praying you'd help us today with this. Let us receive this word. Let us question, God, ourselves. And I pray we'd answer to the holy God of heaven. And if there'd be a lost one, God, you'd save them today. But this is, this is for saved people mainly. But God, you know what to do. The Holy Ghost can do whatever he wants to do and however he wants to do it. I'm depending on you, Lord. God, you know who I am and what I am. I'm asking you to help me one more time. I ask it in my king's name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. This is a strange request in the fact that just before these fellows come to Jesus and ask him this, for the fourth time, Jesus had told them, I'm going to be killed and they're going to, I'm going to be turned into the hands of them. They're going to kill me and I'm going to raise. It's the fourth time here in Mark 10 that Jesus has said this to them. And after Jesus says that to them, I'm going to be killed. Here's what they say. Uh, would you give us what we want? Did you not hear what I just said? I'm about to die for you. Will you give me what I want? Give me what I desire. Give us the desire. What we want is we want a place. We want a place of prestige. We, we followed you here for a few years. That must account. We want a place of prestige. That's not what the Bible said. That's what they meant. We want to sit on your right hand and we want to sit on your left hand. We want, we're, we're sitting there. Everybody will see us. We're in that place where everybody's looking at us. They're going to know how close we were to you. And they were two of the three that followed Jesus most closely. But hey, they wanted to be one here and one here. That's what we want. Jesus knew what they wanted when he asked them, what would ye that I do for you? Do you know we can take this same statement of Christ or a question, if you would, we can take this same question today from Jesus and apply it to our own selves. What would ye that I do for you? Well, Lord, since you ask, I don't know problems in the family. And don't everybody be blessed and fat and happy. Don't know problems down at the workplace. Don't know sickness in the family. Now I'm gonna walk through this thing unscathed and without a scar on me, and when I get the glory, it'll all be good. Amen. And Jesus said in, Mark, in Matthew 16, he said, therefore, if any man shall come after me, let him deny himself, take up the cross, and follow me. And even though he's doing great and marvelous works everywhere he went, they following Jesus and they somebody wanting to knock him out, kill him, do away with him, and he's doing nothing but good, Brother Jerry, and they don't, they can't stand it. 
What would you that I do for you? I remembered my morning prayer. It goes like this every day. Lord, bless me to be a blessing. Bless my family to be a blessing. Enlarge our coast and keep us from evil. I pray that for my congregation every morning. Every morning without fail. Lord, bless them to be a blessing. Enlarge their coast and keep them from evil. Every day without fail. Shepherd that won't pray for his people ought to be cast out into the street. See, but here's what he's telling them. Can you drink the cup that I'm about to drink? Can you be baptized with what? The baptism, that's not talking about taking him down to the river. It's, it's talking about can you be identified with or can you be submerged in what I'm about to be submerged in? Can you be covered in what I'm about to be covered with? In other words, he's told them, I'm about to die. Can you do this? Oh, yeah, but we want to set it your right hand and your left hand. Hey, can you drink my cup that I'm going to drink? Oh, yeah, that's, we'll drink the cup, really. You're going to be baptized? Well, you're going to be submerged in what I'm about to be immersed in? Oh, yeah, we'll do that too. He said, you shall. You shall. James didn't know it, but he's going to be the first martyr of the disciples. They're going to cut his head off. So you're going to do it. He said, but here's what you've asked me. You've asked me for something. You've asked me for something that I can't give you because, let me get the script. Let me get it exactly right. Let me get it. This is the words of Christ. But to sit on my right hand and on my left hand is not mine to give. But it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared. Stay with me right here. Who's it prepared for? I want you to know this morning, salvation is free. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Salvation is free. It'd be like me telling you, you can have that handkerchief and hold it in my hand. And if you'll come and get it, it's yours. It's the same thing with salvation. Any whosoever will, let him come and take of the water of life freely. It's a whosoever will. I'm not a limited atonement guy. I believe in whosoever will, let him come. You can have it if you want it. But I'm going to tell you this. Positions are earned. Salvation is free. Positions are earned. There's a bunch of folks lost the reward, Brother Jerry. It's, It's gone. To whom much is given. We use this in Sunday school. To whom much is given, much will be required of him. Well, I don't know about all that, preacher. What am I going to do? There's some here that still remember Lowell Burgess. Lowell Burgess. And here's what he done. Every service in the old sanctuary, before the preacher preached, 
Here come Brother Lowell with a cup of water and set it down and said, there, I want to get you some water. Every service. Don't somebody else get the water, it'll bother him. You let him, why? That's what he could do. He could get the water. And Jesus said, if you offer a cup of cold water in my name, you'll not lose your reward. What did that do? He's in glory today. I believe every time he set the cup down, God put a mark down. And one day, he, the beggar stepped into glory and he saw his reward. And when you've done it unto the least of these, my brethren, Jesus said. What, Junior? A plus. You've done it unto me. So can I ask you a personal question from the mouth of Jesus today? What would you that he does for you? Here's what they said. We desire to sit in a certain place. We desire to be here there. I'm going to give you three things that I'm satisfied God whispered to my heart today that I want you to ask yourself this morning if this is applicable to you and if this is the desire of your heart. See, right on over in Mark eleven twenty four, Jesus is going to say this. He's going to say, Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever thing you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, you shall have them. But I'm getting the idea that they got to line up with the Word of God. I don't mean to be abrasive or harsh this morning. I do not. No milk cow liked sweet feed, but that wasn't all she could live on. She had to get out in the pasture and eat some other things. Because sweet feed, now sweet feed was good when you was milking her because as long as the sweet feed was there, she'd stand still and you could milk, put your head in her side and she'd never move. You move your head, she'd put her foot in a bucket. She couldn't live on sweet feed alone. There's other things out there in the field she's got to have. Did you come today to be a blessing or get one? And nothing wrong with getting a blessing. But here's how I found my better blessings to come. I found that when I'm a blessing, I get a blessing. And the blessing I get when I've been a blessing is much better than the blessing I get when I've not been a blessing. When I just come in and not done anything and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do my thing. I don't remember Riley's last name down there. Do you remember his last name? Brother Riley in Moody, Alabama. It's off Interstate 20, Port Atlanta from Birmingham. He said, I'm the oldest member here. 80-something years old, got up and sung a special. He didn't push his way around. He's kind, I'm telling you, meek. What a guy. Just want to be a blessing. Can I ask you this this morning? I'm going to ask you a question. I preached to a church this week, no lost people in it. Weren't none there. 
I'm not saying they hadn't been invited, but I don't know that they'd been invited. If they had, none of them showed up. I believe if our desires to be what Christ would have our desire to be, it would be this in order. What did Jesus say he come to do? That was what's what? That was what's lost. I think our number one desire should be, while we're living in this world, our desire should be salvation for the lost. Is that really our desire today? Have you spoken to one lost person in the last month? Not just a week, not just a day. Have you spoken to one lost person in a month? Throw COVID out the door. We're about done with COVID. You know what somebody told me one time? Said, they mentioned a certain family member of mine. And they said, I've been praying and witnessing to your family member. So I'm, I think maybe if I do that, God will send somebody to my lost family member. Because who knows a prophet's not without honor saving his own house and his own kindred. If our desire is what Jesus' desire is, therefore I send you whatsoever thing you desire. And if our desire is going to be what Jesus' desire was and his number one objective, why he come to this world was to seek and to save that which was lost. What if Eric and, and, and Randall was still where they were whenever how many years ago? Huh? It wouldn't be as good a day as it is today because they're in here. You know why they're here? Because somebody shared the Lord to them. I just can't talk to my kids. We'll get somebody else to talk to them. There used to be a box back here set on the thing, and here was the request to the body of the First Free Will Baptist Church. You got somebody you wanted visited, if you'd put their name in that box, some people was going to go see them. No names was in the box. Something wrong. But I'm living good. I got a 75-inch flat screen, man. I'm telling you, I'm do, I got a recliner that, that is sweet. I, I got a remote control. I can turn channels from the back of the house. I mean, I'm doing good. I got a bass boat talking to myself. I got a bass boat. I can go to the river. I'm doing good. I mean, I can go to Cracker Barrel and eat. The Lord said yesterday afternoon to me, Mark, what would you, Mike, that I do for you? I said, God, we're about to have a revival. How would that the church people had just come? I know it's a long way for some of you to drive. It's a long way for Junior to drive. He still comes. Well, I'll come on Sunday morning, but you can forget Sunday night. 
just what would ye that I do for you? I'm about to die for you. Now, what do you want? Well, I want to sit at your right hand and your left hand. Oh, is that what you want? Here's what I want. I don't want any to perish, but I want all to come to repentance. What's my desire? And I think maybe my priority ought to be salvation for the lost. I asked Brother Tommy down there, and he may watch this video, and and it's okay if he does. I asked Brother Tommy, I said, any lost people going to be there this week? He said, well, maybe. This thing is scheduled last year. Last year, last fall, I put this on the book. It's been up a while. We got less than 30 days to our revival, and I'm challenging everybody sitting in a pew tonight to bring somebody with you to church. And that's not going to bring nobody. They won't come. I've asked them a hundred times. They won't come. Ask somebody else. What would you? What would you, Mike McCoy, that I do for you? Lord, here's what I'd like to have. I'd like to have 24. I'd like to have 24 saved before this year's out. And we've only got one. But I'd like to see 24 more. I ask you for 20. That's my desire. 25 people in 2022 at the First Free Will Baptist Church. What would you that I do for you. Well, I want to come to church and I want Mike to bless my socks off and they better sing good. You better not mess up singing, Michael. Hey, and then I'm going to be blessed and I'm going to Shoney's and eat and then praise God, I'm laying around the rest of the day. Uh, Number two. I believe that if I was to prioritize this, the Lord might say, Brother Dennis, what would you that I do for you, Mike? And if I went in the lineage of God and what he wants to see done, I'd say, God, let me witness to somebody that they might come and sit, hear the word of God that Brother Junior talked about in Sunday school and be gloriously saved. I'm just too busy at work. I don't get off to, I mean, I just work so hard. May I remind us all that in Him we live, move, and have our being. You got up this morning because He blessed you to do it. He didn't have to bless us to do it. He just blessed us and we got up. We got in a hot shower. We cleaned ourselves up. We put on nice clothes. We drove a nice car to church. We're doing good. Why? Because in Him I live and move and have my being. Every good gift and every perfect gift cometh down from above, from the Father of lights in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. You know why you got that family sitting beside you today? Because God blessed you with it. That's why. Yeah, but don't ask me to come back on Sunday night. I'm too tired. Okay. Okay. Don't you let me get sick, Lord, or my family's sick because I'm going to be there for an hour on Sunday morning. 
I'm glad Gordon quit his job. Paula may not be, but I am. Because when I come in, there sits the bass player. That thing's out of the way now, praise God. Number two, what would you that I'd do for you? My, well, my desire is that salvation for the lost. How about, how about this? How about serving with my life? How about I just serve you, God? With this pitiful little thing that's called Mike McCoy. How about you? How about you use this thing, Lord? <laughs> well, I use donkeys and roosters. I believe I can use you. I can use you. You can't use me. I can't teach. Don't sing. I don't do anything. You got a mouth. You got a cell phone. Everybody got a cell phone. Send somebody a text message. Tell them you're praying for them and beg them to come to the house of God. You don't even have to get in front of them anymore. You just send them a message. See, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your... Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the time of truth.